So let's start here. We, uh, there's an interesting song tonight. Interesting song. For those who are new, for those who are new, a quick rundown of what we do here is that um, we listen to a certain song, a certain song, contemporary song, some usually a deep artist, the music's usually deep, the words are usually deep, and we listen to it once, and then we, we speak about it in the way of Torah, connecting usually to the Parsha, to the Zman, if, it's, if there's a certain Chag that's coming up. And then after that, we, we try to tie it specifically into the song, and then afterwards we listen to the song again, to try to listen to it in a deeper way. There's many kavanas um, why we're doing this. It's to open up the emotions, it's to open up our mochen, to become connected in, in different ways, to experience Torah and music in a different way that the neshama would appreciate that we do more often. And yeah, that's how we go. So I was zochah today, I spoke to this, this, this musical artist, his name is Avram, he's from Toronto. I was able to get his number. And I wanted to ask him about this song, you have the lyrics here, we'll listen to it in a minute. And he told me the reason that he wrote the song was a response to, there was an uptick in anti-Semitism, whenever it was, there was a lot of anti-Semitism going around, I don't know if it was Dafka in Toronto, or it was around the world, whatever it was, and we've had it in the, in the recent past. And he, he told me that he was, he was bothered, that the way people were responding to the anti-Semitism was going on Facebook and social media, and putting up Israeli flags, and like... All this narishkeit that, that really does nothing for anybody. You're not fighting anybody with that stuff. He's like, the way we, the way we know, like, like the Lubavitcher Rebbe, how would he respond? I don't know what it was. It was one of the earlier chaburas. We, it, was, it was also by when there was an uptick in anti-Semitism and, we, and I answered with a chabura from quoting the Lubavitcher Rebbe and, and he says, we, we, we strengthen ourselves. We look inside. There's something off. We have to strengthen ourselves. Be chazak. Don't become weak because of it and start having to use our mouth and, 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 and acting like weak people. We're Yidden, we're Jews, and we could be strong back. So he wrote this song as a response to that. So we're going to listen to it. You have the words in front of you. It's, it's awesome words, very deep. The song is, hopefully it'll be your style, and if not, look, look at the words. Well, let's listen. Let's listen once. Let's listen deep. Then we'll speak about it, and then we'll listen to it again. Anti-Semitism in the news. Heard it all before, ain't nothing new. There ain't nothing we can really do. People hating on us all the time just cause we choose. These are just some lessons I don't grew from. Generation is a new one. This is how you win and never lose some. Love a shem until the time to pay your dues comes. Love a shem until the time to pay your dues comes.
He has a lot of songs. He's got a lot of stuff. So many openings. So we have to uh, we have to discuss the song. And the way we start off is in this week's parsha. This week's parsha quickly Klal Yisrael after Yosef and the rest of the Shvatim pass on. So very very quickly, the Shibud starts. Sraim starts to oppress us. Well, this part of backbreaking work. There's no sleeping. You have to work in the fields. You have to work wherever they want. We know that every one of the asar, all the makos, were immediately connected me for something they made us do. Stay up all night. Go fight against animals. In the cold, in the heat, everything. Not only that, they were making our lives bitter. 
they were killing children. Rashi brings down that, that Paro was bathing in, in the blood of Jewish babies because he had saras and they thought that that was a tikkun. Even though the Pesukim don't, is not so clear, doesn't talk about the deaths, but there were, because I'll tell us there were deaths. And I was, I was going through the Parsha this week. <clears throat> I don't know if this ever happened, has happened to you, but you, know, you, you come to a Pesuk that you like, I, did I ever see this before? Like, is this... I saw a Pesuk this week. I, 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 I'm sure I've seen it, but it didn't hit me. Moshe Benu had run, had, ran, had run away. And he was gone for many, many years. He was gone for at least 40 years, if not more, maybe seven. He was, he was gone for a long time. But Yisro married Sipora. And then he finally gets to the, the burning bush. And the Kodesh Baruch says, you know, it's time to go back. You're going to be the leader. And Moshe Benu goes to Yisro and says, you know, it's time. I have to go. I have to go back. And the words he says, Vayomer lo. Moshe says to Yisro, El chanova shuva I need to go back. I need to return to my brothers in Mitzrayim. To see if they're still alive. Are they still alive? Now it's clear that he knew they were alive. Because the Kaddish Baruch Hu said, you're the leader, go back and take them out. But the fact that he could say those words to Yisro, as like a... Like, Avram Avinu didn't want to... Uh, Moshe Avinu didn't want to say why he was gone. I don't know why. You can look at the Mepharshim. But the fact that he could say those words to Yisra meant it was, it was plausible. It was possible that Klai was dead. I want to go back and see the era ha'odem chai. Just like it's ha'oda v'chai, Yosef meant it seriously. Is Yaakov still alive? Is he alive? So yet Moshe Rabbeinu says, Nixon Parsha, ha'odem chai, are they still alive? And they were getting beat, they were getting killed. The, the Pesukim don't say it, I guess they want it to be nice, but... Nazi Germany, we only know it was worse because of the documentation. And it was, <laughs> it was more recent. We don't have all the papyrus or whatever they're writing on, you know, witnessing what was going on. But they were killing Jews left and right. Beating them, we know. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't simple at that time. And one has to ask themselves, B'nai Israel was minding their own business in Goshen. What was it? Little nation. Minding their own business in Goshen. What's power? What's he, what's he so upset about? Why does he have to enslave them, beat them, kill them? What do they do? Maybe a nation will come and they'll join with them. Are you serious? Little, this little nation over here. They only got, they only got tremendous when, when power started to, to hurt them. Then, okay, they had Puravu six, six babies at a time. So what was, what, was, what was power so upset about? What was all the anti-Semitism about? That's the first clear act of anti-Semitism. And we could also ask, why did Kodesh Baruch Hu make us go through such Gehenna? Like, what did we do? What did Kodesh Baruch do? They came down to Mitzrayim, Yaakov and his sons were there. Yaakov, Vayichi Yaakov, he had a good time. They were learning, they had a base measures down there, they were davening, things were, things were going well. What happened? And this isn't something that happened only one time. This is something that has repeated itself in history, unfortunately, multiple times. Hopefully it won't happen again. We've gone through many times where the whole country's against this. People are against this. For no reason. So there was a... There was an incident that occurred <clears throat> before there was even time. There was a time before there was time. And there was something that probably most people have heard of. It was something called the Shvir Sakelem. 
Shvias HaKelem, the primordial sin, if we could use such a Lashem, was that there, HaKadosh Baruch who created a certain system, a flow of energy, and whatever, however exactly it happened, the system broke down. Of course, it was God's plan. It broke down. The system couldn't hold the energy. And there was a Shvias HaKelem. The Kalim broke, the vessels holding the light broke, and the light, the shards of light, shot everywhere across the world. The Nitzotos, the holy Nitzotos, that broke. And they went throughout the whole world. <clears throat> and it's our job, it's our job in this world, through our Vodas Hashem, to gather them up, to gather these Nitzotos, to raise them back, send them back up. It's all so good. How we do that. It's like, a, it's like you drop a, a, ba- a bag of marbles all over the floor. You have all your kids like climbing under the couches and every little crevice to get the marbles to bring, and bring it back to the bag. That's what, that's what it is. And the flew everywhere. Kashboga wants closer to go in all the crevices and all the different places. Gather up the marbles, gather up the Nitzotas, bring them back. Now, sometimes, sometimes when the, the Nitzotas are in deep, Nitzotas are like diamonds in the rough. Nitzotas are like gold and deep mines and there's klipas there's coverings just like the dirt covers over the diamonds and the the dirt and the rocks cover over the gold there's klipas there's coverings shells that one has to go through through his avoda to grab them back with the fight against klipas to grab them back and sometimes it becomes very difficult if a person, Klal Yisrael, is not doing a Vodos Hashem properly, just sins, and the Klippas hold on real strong. And they don't let you take the Nitzotas back. Hold on for dear life. And if you hold on for dear life, there's only one way to get them out. If the Klippas are holding on for dear life because Klal is not doing what they're supposed to do, and they're holding on strong, the only way is that if you have a gibor atzim, if you have a gibor atzim, there's a hostage situation. There's whatever bad guys holding a certain hostage, guns to the head, and a gibor. The only way is is to run right into it, and to try to go right for it, grab the hostage and run, with bullets flying down at him every single every single step he takes, and he might die. But it's the only way sometimes. If the klipas are holding on strong, sometimes there's no other choice but Mesir Snefesh Manish. You need a gibor. You need a strong person to be willing because there's no other way. If we don't get these, if we don't get these nitsotos, then the world can't exist. It's going to stop. The whole keem of this world is because we're still we're gathering the nitsotos. Like the, that's the, it's like the fuel of this world. As long as we're gathering Nitsotos, the world is a key. But if, if we stop gathering Nitsotos, it's game over. So there's certain times where we have to be most enough. Mamish. So there's a big machlokis as to why B'nai Yisrael had to go through Mitzrayim. It's very interesting. And I'm only bringing down a few. There's a lot of talk. Because what did they do? You have Moshe bin on this week's parasha, Rashi says, after he killed the Mitzri, and then the next day, Dustin Vaviram saying, what are you, you going to 
You're going to kill us like you killed that mitzvah. Everybody knows the ma'isa. And then what does Moshe Rabbeinu say? Acheinu dehadover. Now I understand. So Rashi says, now I understand what? I understand why Kalal Yisrael is in Mitzrayim. Why they're getting beat. Why they're getting killed. Because of the Lashon Hara. That's what Rashi says. Another, Yechezgal Anavi. Look at the Pasuk. Yechezgal Anavi in Perek Chav, Pasuk Ches says, they were doing a vote in Mitzrayim. They were doing a vote They were doing a vote in Mitzrayim. They wouldn't give it up. Because Rav said, I had to take care, I had to take care of business. This was in Goshen before they were Look at the Pasuk. Yeah. It doesn't say exactly when it says, in Mitzrayim, I had to take care of them because they were doing a Vodazar. They wouldn't, they wouldn't give it up. They were on the point that they told them. Right. So, that's, that's not, that's not, yeah. You have to take a, a uh, little sikon, you know. I mean, that's, that's, that's the reason. That's, 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 the Pasukim don't say that. That's also a reason. Right. Tuma means a Vodazar. Right. right. We know Tuma didn't mean Gili Rice, as we know, because it was only one incident of in this park's parsha, Shlomo's Bas Divri. Hmm? It was it was uh, Dawson's wife, I think. Yeah, I think it was Dawson's wife, or that was a second person. But Akupanim, we the tumma was a varazar, so the fourth level tumma goes with that. There's another answer. I think the Nitziv says that they, they they started to assimilate. Klausel started to move out of Goshen a little bit, as Jews like to get out, schmooze a little bit. So as many so everything's a mikmachlokus. It's not clear. But the Gemara Darim and Lama Beis already asks this question. Maybe you've seen this Gemara before. The Gemara asks, why did Kalayasa have to go through Shiv Mitzrayim? They ask the Gemara, they ask the question. And the Gemara there assumes it was Avram Vina's fault. Hashem had to deal with him. Hashem told them that they were going to go down. The oh, so, so, so the Gemara assumes it was his fault. Why? Because in the Pasuk it says, the Tardema Naflo Al Avram a deep sleep came upon Avram Avinu, and a great fear, darkness, a certain intensity fell upon him, which we'll discuss at the end. Medrash says those are the four Goliaths. Those four words, those are the four Goliaths. Hashem's already telling him. Before anything happened, before there's a Klai Yisrael, there's already going to be four Goliaths. And then... This is all by the Brisbane of Sarum. Avram, you should know that your nation, the people that are going to come out of you, which was going to take a while, they're going to be exiled in a nation that's not theirs. They're going to be slaves there. They're going to be, they're going to be afflicted for 400 years. So, there's no nation of Kali Why is the Kaddish Baruch Hu telling all these bad things I mean it's Ryan so the Gemara understands on his Madriga Avram Vino must have made a mistake that that Akkadosh Baruch was already telling him because of what you did on your level they're going to have to go through Mitzrayim so the Gemara is like well what, what did Avram Vino do so the Gemara gives three possibilities it's very interesting first possibility is that Avram Vino used Tamidei Chachamim I don't know what Torah they were learning but Tamidei Chachamim to fight against the four kings so he, he, he utilized them inappropriately. The second answer is that when he could have taken the people, when after beat the four kings, and Saddam says, just give me the people, the Gemara has complaints. Avram Vinu should have kept the people and converted them. He gave them back to Saddam. But the third answer that most people go with, why was it that Klaishon had to go through Shebud? Because Avram Vinu said, B'mai Eida Ki'irishen. 
How do I know that we're really going to get Eretz Yisrael like you say? For that slight pegam in Amuna in the Yuchad Hashem, on Avraminu's level, by us I'd be like Hashem, be like, all right, yeah, I'll answer your question. But Avraminu's level, he shouldn't have questioned it. And then for for that, there was going to be four exiles. There's going to be a Gulf Mitzrayim. There's going to be a Shir Mitzrayim. A Gulf Mitzrayim. Because of that doubt. So this this doubt, if we're understanding properly, becomes the reason for the Arba Golius, Mitzrayim being the Golus Kloli. And therefore we understand this is all of anti-Semitism comes from this from this parsha of Armavin. So we understand, so then why is it that there's anti-Semitism? It seems to be clear. When a person doubts, when a person doesn't have a muna and a Kaddish Baruch Hu, their bitachin's off, they don't trust properly, then a Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I'm going to send people to wake you up. Anti-Semitism comes as a result of our weakening of our muna and our bitachin. When we doubt, how do we know there's a Kaddish Baruch Hu? How do we know? And a Kaddish Baruch Hu knows, we don't ask that question ever, but Hashem sees it in our vodas Hashem. Hashem sees it in how we're how we're doing our mitzvahs, how we're learning Torah, how we're giving our tzedakah. He sees. If a yid really believes in the Boreolam, so he, he's going to put his full kolchosa. And if he doesn't really believe, then he won't. You can't trick the system. Kodesh Baruch Hu sees. And therefore, any doubts that we have, that's where anti-Semitism comes from. So this came before any state of Israel, any, anything. This comes way, way, way before. And therefore, it's not something that's ever going to go away. Because it's something that is a punishment for our lack of amuna, but which also is supposed to help, help us mm-hmm. get our amuna back. It's supposed to push and say, listen, Klai, so either, you're, you either choose your God or you're going to die. That's what they're telling us. Strengthen yourself or we're going we're gonna to kill you. If you take the Gemacha Yisrael, Yisrael is 541. If you take away Amuna, minus Amuna, Amuna is 102. So 541 minus 102. Who's the math expert here? David Friedman. I'm not. 439. 439 is Gemacha Gullus. So if a, if a Yid loses Amuna, <laughs> then he's, gonna, he's going into Gullus. He's going into Gullus. We're going to have a lot of anti Semitism. <clears throat> And this is, what, this is what this artist told me when I, when I was talking to him. He said that when, when the anti-Semitism was going on, he said people were coming weak. They were becoming smaller. Like, that's not the mahalach. That's, that's just, we're, just, we're just falling into the same problem. We fell into the problem because we were weak. And then the anti-Semitism comes and we get weaker. That's not the response. The response is we have to overpower that. We have to come on top of that. And say so we, we made mistakes. We have, to, we have to show that we're Jews. Wait, what are you saying? The, when anti-Semitism comes not even to fight it. It's just to become a stronger Jew. That's what we have to do, yeah. Yeah. So that, that is fighting it. No, but I feel like it, 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 it's, based on what you're saying, completely futile people trying to fight anti-Semitism. I think so. It's never going to go away. No, it's you're never going to change anyone's mind. No, I'm never going to change anyone's like, mind. Because nothing to do with that. Yeah. Does the South Sonali Yaakov have to do with anti-Semitism? Does whatever. The South Sonali Yaakov. Esau, Son, Eliyakov. It's the same Indian. 
Huh? What do you mean? The parsha says. I forgot the exact translation. Yeah. <laughs> what translation? No, no, it, says, it says. It says. It says. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. That's why I have twice. <laughs> it says. Yaakov, it says. Ace of Sonis Yaakov. Yeah, why? Was it's, that because he had a lack of emuna? The Parsha says, what, did, what, did, what happened when Rivka went, when she saw that, when, 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 when they were fighting inside of her? What did, what did uh, the Malach Hashem say? You have two nations inside of you. When one's up, the other one's down. When one's uh-huh. the, the, so when Yaakov is not doing well, Esav goes up. It's the same Indian. Wow. It's the same Indian. It's, it's, a, it's a Mida Kineged Mida. Yeah. It's a response to us. The whole world is created for us. <clears throat> we have to build, we have to get the Nitzotos. If we're not getting the Nitzotos... If we're going to vote as Hashem, strong, and the clipos hold on tight. Can you zero in on the Nitzotzos part? Like, can you give a practical example of doing the capturing Nitzotzos correctly? We'll just talk about it for a second, but we can talk about it afterwards. But clarify. Very, 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 very basic is let's just say achila, right? A food, food. When we eat. Inside all the food, this, this, this physical food that we see in front of us cannot exist unless there was godliness in the food. Unless there was energy of the Rebona Shalom in this food, it can't exist. It's impossible. So that means there's, it's not a joke, there's, there, were, there were Rebbes who, who held to that. But that means, but they did it, they did it, Lishma. So inside this physical food, there's a spiritual Nitzas of Kedusha. Mm-hmm. There's elokus. Mm-hmm. So when we eat, if we have kavana that the food that I'm eating is because the Rebbe created this food, and He wants this food to go inside of me to give myself energy that I can connect to Him, I just released the spark, the nitzotz. I sent it back up to Kaddish Baruch I took the, the, the potato chip as the klipa, mm-hmm. the physical outer shell. My kavana of what I'm doing and the way I eat and the bracha I say and the bracha chron and the bracha, all of that and the speed that I eat, all of these things is part of releasing the klipas, uh, removing the klipas and releasing the nitzats. But if I eat without any kavana, my bracha is not so gishmak, and I eat like a behema, I eat overeat, I eat too fast, I, <coughs> the klipas are just gonna, you just ate a potato chip with no elokus in there at all. And the klipas hold on tight, they don't let the nitzats go. And then we lost the opportunity. <clears throat> so the Gemara Megillah says, it's very interesting. <laughs> Show them, we got to work on our, our food. So the Gemara Megillah in the end, is very interesting, because it, it, it goes into the conversation between Kodesh Baruch Hu and, and Avram Avinu. But Ma'eda, Ki Roshana. So in Gemara Dharam, it seems to be that that was a Pagam in, in Amunas. Avram Avinu, which led to the whole Shibud, the Gemara Megillah says it a little bit differently. It doesn't say there's a Machalogos there. I didn't look at the Rishonim. I, don't, I didn't have time. But the Gemara says, what was the back and forth? So Avram Avinu was really saying, meaning, not how we know we're going to inherit. Of course we're going to get Eretz Yisrael. But how do I know we're going to keep it? How do I know that my, and my descendants, my nation, my people aren't going to sin and then you're going to take it away? It's very nice, you're, you're going to give it to me, but maybe it'll go away also. So HaKadosh says, no, don't worry. Hashem says, by the brisbane of Basarim, take the egg lemeshulashes, right, cut it in half, the whole brisbane of Basarim, cut the animals in half. So the Gemara understands, the Gemara is saying, that there's going to be a base of there's going to be carbonos. And even if Kalei sins, 
they can get a kapara from the karbonos. Karbon chatas, karbon olo, all the karbonos. So Avram Vinu says back an obvious response. What does he say? That's as long as there's a base in Mikdash. But when there's no base in Mikdash, what are we going to do? Maybe Vaiter, my, my children, will sin and we're going to lose Eretz Yisrael. Shekadosh Baruch says, Takanti lehem seder karbonos. I was misaking the seder of karbonos. And the Gemara says it's referring to if you read karbonos, when you're davening in the morning, if you're saying karbonos, then that'll be mechaper for you. It'll, I'll count it as ilu you brought karbonos. Which Agav is a plug to say karbonos. Strong. Not just... Not just because it'll give us a kapara, but it means it, it holds on to Eretz Yisrael. Right? It actually holds on to Eretz Yisrael. So, if we sin, we see from this, from this Gemara, if we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing, if we sin, if we're not doing our voter properly, then the Kleepers are going to come back and grab Eretz Yisrael. Now, we didn't have it in the beginning, right? It was a big fight to get Eretz Yisrael. Yeshua, Shoftim, it wasn't Pasha. The Klippas are always trying to get. We still, there's, there was, there's Klippas that have never left. The Plishtim, the Arabs, there's always Klippas there. <clears throat> holding on. When we're good, they become weak. They're there, but they're weak. When we're not good, they start to shoot rockets. They start to hold on real tight. So <clears throat> the Tikkun is Karbonos, and Karbonos is the end of Mesir Snefesh. Because you shecht an animal. When you shecht the animal, when you kill it, when you eat the potato chip properly, you send the Nitzotas back up. We take this animal, we shecht it, we take some of the meat, but a lot of it we put on the Mizbech and we send it back up. Right? We burn it. For the cover of a Kodesh Baruch we send the Nitzotas back up. <clears throat> but without the base of Migdash, we don't have the Karbanas. So, a few Pesukim, is that really what's going to help? Is that, we take, do we take this Gemara literally? On one hand, of course, we have to. But there might be something else that is ki'ilu karbonos. Rebunachman says, Torah Samach. He's talking about Surah Harugi Malchus. That was a very bad period. The Romans killed Yekiva. Ten of the biggest tzaddikim we ever had. So Rabbi Nachman says, They gave up their lives. Because when they died, they made a great Yichud. They unified HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name. When Klai was not doing what they're supposed to be doing, when they're not doing a voter properly, when the Klippers are grabbing onto the Nitzotos, then there's a period of Kuchabrich Hashchente. <clears throat> unfathomable godliness. And Shechinte, the Elokos in this world. The, 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 the Kedusha in the, in the chip, in the food. Shechinte. And when we're not doing our vote properly, there's a period of Kuchabrich Shechinte. There's no Yichur. There's no Achtas Hashem. <clears throat> so the Asar Hargimalchus wanted to make a Kiddush Hashem to be Moser Nefesh to go into the deepest, darkest place and try to reunify Kaddish Baruch's name. And the Klippas are holding on tight when the hostage situation is very serious. You need a Gibor to be Moser Nefesh. Ki yadu'a she'ikr ha'yichud ha'yidei Mesir's Nefesh. 
says Rabbi Nachman, the Iker Yichud of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, to make Hashem one Ki'ilu. Because a Kaddish Baruch Hu gives us, of course, a Kaddish Baruch Hu is always one. But He gives us, He created a world to give us the opportunity to make Him one. And the main way, the highest way, we shouldn't have to know from it in, in this way, but is, is Mesir Snevish Mamash, to dial Kaddish Hashem. Vehem ro ba'osu hadoros, and these Asar Harugimalchas saw in the future generations, it would be impossible the way that Klaus was going after the base of Migdash. <clears throat> Klaus was not doing well. We lost the base of Migdash. We were scattered. We were exiled. We are getting beat. We are getting killed. You can't learn. You can't daven. It was very weak. A lot of sins were going on. Klaus wasn't holding. We can imagine. That he saw that if they wouldn't do anything right now, then Klaus would almost be done. There would be no way to be miached. We wouldn't be able to raise up the Nitotas anymore. Except if they gave up their lives. Therefore, they gave up their lives. They ran into the hostage situation, even though bolts were flying, and they died. But they were able to grab that hostage. They sent the hostage back to their, her parents, but they died. Because when Claudius sees the mysterious nefesh of Yekiva saying Shema Yisrael when he's dying, he still could say Shema Yisrael. He's dying. But he says Shema Yisrael, it's Al-Kiddush Hashem. That creates the greatest Yichud. That this person's dying and he's still saying Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad. That's it, in, incredible. You can't get to that Madrig unless you're dying. I mean, a person, we could scream at Shema Yisrael and we should. And it is a Yichud Hashem <clears throat> in Shul. It's not the same Madriga when a person's dying of Kedesh Hashem. So that was the only way. That was the only way to grab the Nitzotas back. The Karbonos, when there's no base in Mikdash, sometimes the Karbonos are the people themselves. Sometimes a person has to die as a carbon, in order to raise the Nitzotas and get it, in order to bring a Kapara to Kalei We become the Karbonos. When Avram said, Bema'eda, on his madrege, there's a pagam in the Yichad Hashem. There's a pagam in his Amunah. And when the head of Klal Yisrael makes a mistake, it was, Klal Yisrael wasn't even in existence yet. <coughs> but when the, the Rosh makes a little mistake, it becomes a tremendous pagam in all of Klal Yisrael. And because of that, we needed a big mysterious nefesh. We need to go to Mitzrayim. We need to get beat. We need to die al Hashem. His b'ma'eda turned into their lack of emuna that caused. I don't know exactly what to say, but maybe yeah. There was a certain pagam yeah, that we needed to be misaking through which through mesiras nefesh mamish. We needed karbonos because that's the way. Karbonos is the way when there's no base to make dish to raise up the nitzotzes to be most nefesh like kiddush Hashem. And the way that one of the manifestations of karbonos. Besides an animal, besides a person, we know when there's no base in Mikdash, there's Tvila. So, what started the whole Gula Mitzrayim? Right? When Kalaisal finally called out and screamed out because they were dying and they screamed out in Tvila, so Kodesh Baruch says, Ah, Vayeda Elokim, then Hashem finally knew. But Ma'eda was the Pagam, Vayeda Elokim, Hashem finally knew. Now it's time. Now they're, they're coming back. Now they're coming back. Feels the Karbanos. And we have, and we have, 
in our avodas and our in our daily avoda. Baruch Hashem, we don't we don't have the old old style Mesir's nefesh. We don't have to dalek Kiddush Hashem. Even around here, you know, it's it's pretty slight the anti-Semitism. It's pretty slight the Mesir's nefesh that we have to put in. But we have to we have to put our Mesir's nefesh into our davening, into our avoda, into Shema. Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekin Hashem Echad. Avdus Hashem Bechol Nechol Nafshecha. Love a Kaddish Baruch. We have to love him till till you till you die. Bechol Nafshecha. We have to be willing to go to such a madrig. And even if a person doesn't have to put himself in that position, this farm bring down, that when he says, he should imagine himself as if he had to die, because that causes a yichud also. And then your mitzvahs will be different mitzvahs. If a person is willing to die, mamish, then he's for sure ready to live. That gives energy, mamish, to everything. When a person brings himself as a carbon, not to die, mamish, but he brings himself with, with a tzaka, with a with a real, real tefillah, real, real amun, that's going to cause a tremendous surge of energy through all of this Avodah Hashem. So, 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 we're like tiny specks in one zman in hundreds and thousands of years. <clears throat> Kodesh Baruch is a big plan. And we don't understand. <clears throat> we could say Torahs here, trying to understand, but we don't understand. We really don't understand. And that's good for the point. We have to have a moon. We have to always have a moon because we don't know. So either you could hang it up or you could say, come over the top and say, I'm going to have a strong amuna. It doesn't matter if I don't understand. That's good for the... Amuna is when you don't understand. If you understand that, it's not a moon. Where all your understanding ends, then your amuna starts. So we don't understand. But we do see that anti-Semitism and all these types of things is when we have a Pagam in our moon. When we think we understand, that's when we get hit. We have to double down on our moon. We have to double down on our bitachin. We can't let it weaken. So we have to, we have to overpower with a strong amuna. Strong amuna, wherever you put it, means we're dying for you. <clears throat> we're dying for you. Whatever that means. Whether that means davening with full koach, even though you're tired. If that means being porish from certain things in, 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 in the world of Gashmias, the Shem Hashem, we're dying for you. I wanted that thing and I'm willing to not do it because I want to get closer to you. We're dying for you. Ki alecha horag says. Ki alecha horag For you, we die all day. We're ready to die. The Zohar says it's talking about Shema Yisrael, it's talking about Tefillah. Person has to be ready to put his kochas in. <clears throat> so this is this is what I think he's singing about. So if you look at the words here, anti-Semitism in the news heard it all before. Ain't nothing new. It's not nothing. It's it's not anything new because it's been around for a long time. There isn't anything we can really do. People hating on us the, all the time just because we're Jews. So what does he say we could do? He says, this is how you win and never lose. Second paragraph. Love Hashem until the time to pay your dues come. Love a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Trust in Him. And then he sings, this line really blew me away. I'm just a man. What do I know anyway? Mm. We don't understand. We don't know. We don't understand. How do I keep from falling? And he says, and he says, I'm, I have a Muna and you make the plans. You make me grow every day. 
the anti-Semitism, the nisyonos, the obstacles, is goofy to help us grow. It's not to make us fall, not to make us weak. It's to make us stronger. Look who we keep on calling to. Look, we still daven. Even when a person is in sorrows, and we know it's coming from a Kurdish Baruch, we have a moon that's coming from him, we call on to him. We trust in him. We're dying for you. We're dying for you. And he goes on, at the end here, but I know God won't ever let it be because I believe in everything that he does. I know we're supposed to be elite and we're trying hard to say the very least. And then he comes with a tefillah. After we admit, after we believe that we're nothing, we know that we have to double down on our muna. So then we say tefillah. Please put a stop to it. That doesn't mean we, 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 we say, okay, we have to work on our muna and we're not going to do anything about it. Part of our muna means asking Kaddish Baruch to stop it because believing in him that he's the one who's causing it and he wants something from us, so we have to also daven. We can't become paralyzed. So this all started back in the time. Pagam, that happened. Again, we're not, no, no tainas, of course, in Avram Avinu. We have many more good things to say. But we understand that it's, the whole world is dependent on us. The release of the Nitzotas, or the stronghold of the, of the Klippus, is all, is all in our hands. It's been in our Muna. Amun is not something that, that comes easy. It has to be something that's learned. It has to be something that's worked on. It's not simple. But, ha- but, but, there is, but there's many svarim. There's many things to do to work on it. There's, there's no, no lacking of things. We have to just be looking for that. So we're listen to the song again. Listen to the words again. And see if we can listen to it a little bit of a deeper way than the first time. Connected.
Stop to it, please put a stop to it now